Hey there, and welcome to the Profitable Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Ann Keeney. And this is the podcast where we help female coaches and entrepreneurs all around the world scale their sales, break free from that one-to-one hustle, and skyrocket their profits online. Because we believe that real entrepreneurs make money, not coffee. So rise up, join the revolution, and let's get down to business. All right, so it makes total sense that in order for you to receive, that you need to be able to release, right? We need to be able to release the mental, the emotional, and physical space in order to create new space for new things. That makes sense, right? So it's much like a spring cleaning, right? It's important to flush out our thoughts, our feelings, our items, collaborations, and environment in order to create a fresh new space and perspective on new things that we want to do, see, experience, and have, and deliver in our lives and our businesses. So today, I want to talk about how to release attachment so you can receive more money, okay? Um, This has been a work in progress for me for many years. It was one of the, probably the most challenging things I had to do was really release my attachment to everything in order for me to open up my money channels so I could receive the cash flow that I wanted and desired, okay? So one of the greatest things that you can give yourself is the gift of releasing attachment. This is so important. A lot of people think that they're not receiving money due to practical, strategical, um, you know, like strategy type of reasons, right? Like, oh, my offer wasn't good enough or my messaging isn't good enough. And absolutely, these can be the case. These can be uh, some of the reasons for that. Absolutely. But one of the things that I found is just my attachment to everything that I was doing. So maybe our decisions or lack there of our decisions as well as experiences come from some form of attachment, right? So outcomes or situations or other people's reactions and thoughts. I know that was a big one for me. Um, I was very, very attached and concerned and focused on what is everyone going to think about this? What is everybody going to say about this? How are they going to react? How are they going to respond? Like, will they buy? Will they like this? Do they want this? Do they believe in this? Are they going to call me out? Am I a fraud? Like, I had a lot of stuff and story around other people's reactions and thoughts. So many of us are very attached to being in control and we thrive on knowing how every situation or circumstance will play out. If you're someone like me, I have a lot of anxiety uh, in certain situations and I definitely suffer from PTSD due due to a lot of trauma in my childhood. And one of the ways as a child that I protected myself or made myself feel safe was by having control and being able to predict what was going to happen and having control of of that outcome. So really um, limiting my life, really um, kind of putting myself in a bubble. So I felt like I have control of this situation and avoiding things where I felt like maybe I won't have control of this situation, right? Um, Not a good way to live life, but many of us are doing this in our life, in our businesses, in different areas of our life that are holding us back, are keeping us playing small, and it's blocking our money channels. It's not opening you up to receive money. So everything that you're doing is so desperate, urgent. Um, It carries a lot of negative and controlling energy, right? 
So we maybe it looks like you need to know all the details before you do something. <laughs> this is so common with my clients. Um, you know, is they just feel like I can't launch until I map out everything. I have to have every detail. I, know, I need to know all the details. Um, it needs to be super strategic and planned out for decades before I do it. Like all the T's crossed, all the I's dotted before I can even think about doing this, right? Um, or we overthink every single thing to the point where we are paralyzed and we can't even take the actual action, right? We want to know exactly how we will make a certain outcome happen. So many of us do this in business, right? We're like, well, you know, I'm not going to, um, you know, we obsess. Like we need to know exactly what the outcome is going to be of everything. If I go live, what's going to happen? If I send this email, how many people are going to click open by? Um, if I if I do this launch, how many sales am I going to get? Exactly how is this going to happen? We just need to know every single detail in order for us to understand how we can make something happen. Um, maybe we need our friends, family members, clients, and colleagues to react a certain way. This was big for me. I used to have this thing where if someone responded in a certain way, or they looked at me or behaved a certain way, I automatically would be like, I would start to assess the situation. So like, for example, if I say something like, oh my God, I love this dress. It's gorgeous. And my husband's like, yeah, instantly I'm like, wait a minute, you don't think it's gorgeous? And then if he's like, yeah, I think it's nice. Well, why didn't you say that? Nice. You only think it's nice? You don't think it's gorgeous? Like, I would literally freak out and start obsessing about trying to just figure out, like, what's in his head? What is he truly thinking? Instead of just being cool with whatever I think, right? You might relate to that. I used to be that way with everything. If I was talking or texting someone and they're like, sure. I was like, well, do they really want to? It doesn't sound like they really want to. They didn't put an exclamation point. Do they really want to? Maybe they don't want to and they're just being nice. Maybe I should text back and let them know. Like, you don't have to. You, do you see what I mean? Like, it's this cycle of, like, you just need to, um, you need everyone to respond to you in the way that you want them to respond or the way that you think that they need to respond. Same thing with business. You DM somebody and you start a conversation and they don't respond right away. And instantly you go into the self-sabotage of they're not interested. They don't like me. They think I'm spammy. They're not going to respond. I'm never going to get sales. This doesn't work. It takes forever. Yada, 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 right? The story goes on and on. It's because you think that when you do something that if people don't react and respond in a very specific way to you, you create a story around it. Okay, so it's never just enough for you to follow what feels good. It's never enough for you to just follow what you think is the right thing or what you feel like doing or what you're enjoying. It has to be based on what does everybody else think? How, how are they reacting? How are they responding? And the way that people respond and react is what dictates how you take your next move. Bad, bad, right? Um, maybe it's, it looks like we need approval, acceptance, and permission from other people, or maybe we want people to see and think about us in a very certain way. Um, it all boils down to this attachment, guys. It all just goes back to that control and this attachment. We react and feel however our results or lack thereof show up for us. Attachment is nothing but the need to control, okay? So if we get a sale, we're really happy, right? You get a sale, you feel happy, you feel accomplished, and we think like we finally have this, right? We finally got it figured out. This is fantastic. And we're in this really high positive vibe that's totally true. It's true to our soul. It's true to us. It feels good. It feels right. It just is, right? But then we don't get the sale. 
Now we go into the storytelling, the manipulating. We go into this attachment, this control, right? We become a control freak. We suck. We're sad. We're unsatisfied. We feel like failures. We're not good at this. It's never going to work for us. We don't have what it takes. And we go into this big story thing, right? If someone replies to our emails with positive feedback, we feel good. We feel good. We're on the right track. This is so much fun. Yay. I'm in good vibe. I'm, I got momentum. I'm just going to keep going. And then if someone replies with negative feedback, we beat ourselves up and we lose sleep over and we suck and we're not going to do it anymore. Email is terrible. Um, we start going into, you know, our vibe and our motivation and our momentum just declines rapidly, right? It's only fun if everyone is responding the way they're supposed to, right? And so I'm only having a good time and I'm only gonna be a momentum in my business. I'm only gonna stay the game if everyone reacts and responds exactly the way that I think they should. And if they don't, I'm gonna drop and decline my momentum. I'm gonna drop my vibe. I'm gonna go into negative Nancy. I'm gonna spiral out of control and I'm just gonna go down that rabbit hole, right? Of self-sabotage. So it's time to really let go of attachment. And one of the things that I have my clients do is really do an assessment of what are the things, the people, the outcomes that you feel in your life and in your business that you need to control. Like what are the areas where you feel like, oh my God, I totally always have to control that or I obsess about it or I'm always assessing every little word or thought or text or, or, you know, vibe that somebody else has. Like you spend so much time assessing other people that you don't, you can't even maintain your own energy, right? And then you want to do, so once you write that list, then you want to look at what attachments will you release immediately so you can allow more flow and trust, okay? Because the way that you feel about something and what you're doing, you don't need validation from anyone or anything else. No one needs to like it and you shouldn't care. Like, honestly, you you need to release this attachment and, um, you know, this obsessiveness with having to control things or making other people's energy your own energy and creating some crazy self-sabotaging story around it, okay? So that is one of the things. The other thing is that it's really critical to understand we cannot experience gratitude, joy, flow, or fun, or ease, or abundance, or any other amazing privilege that we're granted while we're thinking, feeling, being, or doing hate, fear, struggle, lack, I don't know, limitations, excuses, blame, that sort of thing. You can't have both those energies in the same place. You can't bitch about one thing and then in the exact same sentence be like, I'm so grateful for all this stuff. You can't complain that you're not getting clients and then ask the universe to bring you clients. You can't, you know, be negative about no one's ever going to pay me $5,000 and I'm never going to invest $5,000 because I think $5,000 is a lot of money. And then turn around and bitch and be like, God, if I could just make $5,000, right? Like you, you don't get that. Okay. You're not the exception to the rule. You don't get that. You don't get to have both of those energies at the same exact time. You choose which one it is. Okay. So we really have to relax, reset and rest, right? So the need to do something in order to receive something, I'm going to say that again, the need to do something in order for you to receive something is pure lack, urgency, and fear, right? All the things that block the good things that we want to experience and have, you cannot have them both at the same time. 
So I made, I want to share a couple of things, guys, that I did to really start to shift this for me. And look, it's not like an overnight success thing here. These are things I still have to work on every single day today through journaling and just shifting my mindset and stopping and pausing a lot. I pause a lot throughout my day and check in with like, how does this feel? How am I responding? How am I reacting? Um, you know, all that different stuff. So this isn't something where you're just going to do these exercises and you're healed. Um, if it was that easy, we'd all be amazing and perfect. It's not. It's, this is a work in progress. It's a lifestyle. Like, it is literally a lifestyle change. So I made a few couple of changes in my personal life, and I want to share those with you, and I hope these will be really helpful for you. Number one, I started with the small stuff. Okay, one thing at a time, I started really small. I started with my bills. I started looking at my bills in a different perspective. My bills are now proof that I'm successful, I'm living, I'm taking risks, and I'm serving. Every time a bill comes in, no matter how high, no matter how low, it shows me that that unlimited abundance is available to me and that we live in an abundant life and how grateful I am to be able to tap into that, right? So when my power bill comes in and it's really, you know, couple hundred dollars, $300, whatever it is, I used to freak out about that. I used to freak out. Now I look at it with abundance. I'm looking at it from the other side. I'm looking at it from the perspective that I'm lucky that's available at that level. I'm lucky I can actually use that much power without shutting the town down or them saying, I'm sorry, we can't give you that much. Like there's an abundance of it. And I am very, very grateful to be able to have it because the higher your bill, it shows that you're using that source. So we obviously power up a lot of stuff. Thank God it's available to us. And I'm very happy to pay that bill. Okay. So I started looking at every single bill that way. If you only start with that, you're just going to see the shift in money. You're going to see the shift. You're going to be looking at things so differently because you're going to come from all of it instead of this place of urgency and lack and like freaking out. You're going to really look at this as abundance. You're going to look at this in a totally new perspective. Then I started letting go and releasing other people's feelings and their thoughts and beliefs. This took time. Even once in a while, now I have to find myself, go get, go get yourself in check. Go sit down for a minute, chill out, go do something and reset because you're taking on other people's energy that have nothing to do with you. Um, if someone doesn't like something, if someone is having a bad day or doesn't agree with me or anything else that isn't mine to take responsibility for, I immediately release it and let it go. If it doesn't belong to me, I give it no time or energy. Now, this does not mean for those of you that are like, oh my God, but what about my sick mom or my dad or my children or, oh, they have this bad day or my spouse had a bad day. It doesn't mean that you don't give a fuck about other people. It doesn't mean that you're not courteous and caring and compassionate and passionate. And it doesn't mean that you don't help people and support them and be their shoulder. It means you protect your energy, like your life, like the, the air you breathe, it depends on it. You pick and choose what you're available for. So if you feel like you're vulnerable right now and you can't handle a certain thing, then you're not available for it right now. And people around you need to understand that, right? So for an example, when my father-in-law passed away, at the time that it happened, I was very vulnerable and I was in a place where I just could not, I knew I had to protect myself and I wasn't gonna be able to go to that funeral. I couldn't experience it in that moment 
it wasn't a selfish thing. It was that I just, I wasn't making it about me, but I didn't want to take on energy I knew I couldn't handle. And I didn't want to ruin things for other people because I got all dramatic about it. Right. So I really um, found other ways to give my love and my support and to be there without actually physically being there. Um, because I had to protect my energy. So I choose to make decisions that are best for me so I can be best for everybody else and be, you know, who I need to be for my family and for my clients and for my own self. Okay. Same thing with family members. I've chose to cut some of them completely out of my life. Um, and I'm at peace with that. I'm not bitter about it. I'm not upset. At first I felt guilty and really like snobby, but like you get over the shit, right? Like it is what it is. And so you have to really look at the things, the people in your life, the people you're surrounding yourselves with, and you need to decide what you're available for and what you're not available for in the sense of how are you protecting yourself? Because no one else is going to do this for you. Um, so I also stopped controlling and obsessing every other thing I did to produce a result. And I just stayed focused on my mission, my passion, and my purpose. So the entire reason I'm doing this work is what I focus on, right? I understand that one result or lack of does not define my value, my effort, or my success. My mission is so much bigger than that, right? So if you do something, if you put a video out there or you go live and no one buys day one or day two or even day five and you start to make a story about it, you have to understand you're going to have this ripple effect of all the things you don't want just coming and flowing in. You can't focus on the lack of... Um, the, the the lack of your desires. You can't focus on um, the lack of the thing that you want isn't there, isn't being there. You have to just keep focusing on the thing that you want, the thing that feels good, the thing you're moving toward, the reason you're doing this. If you if, if everything you're doing every single day, all day is just focusing on the, the absence of the thing that you want, then you're just going to get more absence. You have to understand that, right? So you have to release this controlling, obsessive behavior so that you can free yourself of that and open yourself up. If my fiance or now husband comes home, so he's the same fiance, um, comes home and he's had a bad day at work, I can support him, right? I can support him and be there for him. But if I just pick up his energy and I get in that shitty, grouchy, negative, you know, really bad mood, then we're just the blind lead and the blind over here, right? Like somebody has to be the person. Just like if I'm having a bad day, I don't want him to carry that and take that energy and make it his own. And now his day's turned upside down because I had a shitty day. He needs to be there for me. So he needs to maintain his own energy in order to do that. You can't fill from an empty cup, guys. You can't give from an empty cup. You cannot give to other people something that you don't have. If you're constantly controlling and obsessing and attached and, and freaking out all the time, how can you give to your clients? How can you give to your colleagues? How can you give to yourself? How can you give to your children, your significant other, your family, your friends? You can't. You can't. You're this negative ion that's popping all over everybody because you're, you're, you're trying to give from an empty cup. And then finally, I really stopped looking for that external confirmation, approval, and permission. I really don't give a shit what other people think. I don't need approval from anybody. I really just stay close to what I feel good with, um, and I follow that. And I, you know, only I can grant those things, right? 
no launch, no coach, no training, there's no client, there's no friend, there's no program and no sale that's going to do that for you. If I put the effort out and I don't get a result, it does not waver me one way or the other, right? If I don't, if I do a launch and I don't hit my money goals, I don't go down this crazy spiraling storytelling dramatic thing of like, oh my God, I suck. I, I'm never doing a launch again. I poured out my heart and soul. Nobody wants it, blah, 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 blah. Like I don't go into that. The same way is if I do have a great launch, I'm not like, I'm the best in the whole world. Oh my God, I know, you know, I don't do that. I'm like, this was fantastic. We did, what did we learn here? What can we do better? And I say that every time, rather I get the results or I don't, okay? So the result or lack thereof does not waver me one way or the other. I always give gratitude. I always appreciate. I always celebrate our hard work and effort. And then we look for improvements and we look for celebrations period. What's the lesson we're done? We're moving forward. Um, it changes absolutely nothing energetically, emotionally, or physically to be getting so attached, right? And to um, take just something that didn't go the way that you think it should have and make a story around it, right? So just take one small step every day, guys, to begin to acknowledge, because acknowledging is the first step. If you're going to deny and make excuses, then you can't change something, right? But if you take responsibility for it, you own it, and you admit it, and you acknowledge it, now you have the, the now you have the ability to be able to change that. So look at where, you know, and begin to acknowledge where you're controlling, you're obsessing, you're looking for external whatever, permission, approval, combination, whatever, um, attaching and, and switch it out with just the gratitude, the appreciation and the trust, okay? And release that perfectionism because perfectionism is gonna come, guys, from the fear of what other people think judgment, people pleasing and control. So that's definitely going to be, um, you know, perfectionism is a killer to your profits. You might as well just shut your business down if you're going to try to be a perfectionist um, in your business. It's just not going to work. Okay. Because really all that is, is just you trying to be perfect for everybody else. You're trying to be perfect because you don't want to be judged. You don't want to make a mistake. You don't want people to think one way of you. You want to please everybody and make everybody happy. And again, you want to have that full control of what the outcome is going to be. Perfectionism doesn't work in online business. It doesn't work. You can't have those both. Okay. So release these things and just really get up every day and find your truth, find your center, focus and take action from that place. Feel good about the work that you're doing. Understand it's a journey and a process. So you won't have all the answers right away. You're not going to have it all figured out. Take that imperfect action and then through that, find the lesson, find the feel good, kind of try to find your center and your path and just improve and tweak along the way instead of feeling like you need to do it all so perfectly first and then you'll take the action. You're going to find your truth in your center in the action of consistently, repetitively doing it day after day after day even when there's no results, there's no clients, there's no sales, there's no happiness, like you will find it. You've got to stay in the game and keep going. I hope this was helpful. We have so much more we could talk about um, on this topic, but I wanted to kick things off this week with this. Play this shit in the background, guys. Put this on repeat, replay. Be listening to this everywhere that you go. 
until it sinks in, until it kicks in and you start to really adopt this um, exercise. I hope this was helpful. By all means, make sure you join us over in our free Facebook group, The Proper Entrepreneur Community, where we're dropping more of these every week, every day. I'm over there really helping you guys scale to that six and multiple six-figure mark in your business. Um, I'll see you guys on the other side uh, to revolutionizing your sales. Hey, hey, not so fast. Before you go, as a valued listener of the Profitable Entrepreneur Podcast, I want to help you scale your business and revolutionize your sales in the online space. Not just here on these weekly sessions, but every day of the week and every week of the year. We have an amazing free Facebook group with other successful, ambitious, profitable entrepreneurs who are creating financial and time freedom for their families, breaking free of the one-to-one hustle, and they're making real income and impacts. If this is an experience that you want to have and you want to be part of a real online community where you can connect, collaborate, co-create, and scale your business and receive uncommonly exceptional weekly live trainings from moi, then head over to Facebook right now, search for the Profitable Entrepreneur Community, join us over there in the Facebook group, and then don't forget to hit me up in the DMs when you join. I cannot wait to connect with you.